Yo, 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 yo. I just seen an interesting, um, I seen an interesting question on Twitter the other day that I want to add to the show. Most of this episode is going to be about football, a little bit of basketball towards the end. Well, I might as well get the basketball thing out the way right now. Uh, which was reported, Kentucky University, the basketball program is the first program that's going to be sponsored by Kobe. That's dope. You know, the family got to see that. I wish Kobe was able, was here to see that. So I'm pretty sure other programs are going to follow suit. Um, it's, uh, it's, I ain't going to say it's weird or, or crazy, but it is a little crazy that Kentucky, out of all programs, uh, got the first one. I'm not even sure if I really sit up there and thought about it, which one which program would I think would be sponsored first by Kobe? But it definitely wouldn't be. I would. I wouldn't think of Kentucky out of all schools. Probably like Duke, because I think Kobe was supposed to go to Duke or or something like that. He would have went to Duke or something like that. Um, or I don't know. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't really know. Maybe a school. Maybe a school in Philly or something like that. Uh, or maybe even one of those uh, teams uh, overseas, you know. I know they loved them in China. But overall with BTG, man, we got a lot of football content. Starting with this question. Which, uh, if you had your own franchise, who would you start to run your franchise at quarterback? Out of these three quarterbacks, uh, Lamar, Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, or Joe Burrow? Now, I like all three of these quarterbacks. Two of the three I've had in fantasy for the past couple of years. Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Um, Burrow has showed that he is a top quarterback in the league. It took him a, it took him a minute, but I mean not that long. He is, you know, he had dealt with some injuries and even now he's dealing with some injuries coming into the season. Um but he shows to be a proven quarterback, so I like him. But unfortunately, I might have to have him third. Now, coming in second, which would lead to the first one, I like Lamar Jackson because he's the most athletic quarterback out of the three. Um, he just has another set of weapons that those other two. I mean, Josh Allen and Burrow can't get out of that pocket and get out of there. But they're not in a foot race. They're not catching. They're not catching Lamar, and they're not too. They, they, to me, they're not able to be too evasive towards the defense like Lamar can, because Lamar can turn into a running back slash receiver in a minute. Uh, Josh Allen is is a much bigger quarterback. You know what I mean? So he could take a little bit more punishment, like. I think the biggest quarterback that I've ever seen was probably Ben Roethlisberger. You know what I mean? Or Cam Newton and Cam Newton too. Uh, these cats are are much bigger than some of these linebackers, are just as big as these offensive and defensive linemen. Um, but if I had to, if I had to pick, man, I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson would have to go second, and I got Josh Allen as the better quarterback. Than those other two. Why? Um, I just think when it so they both well, Lamar Jackson is clearly the weakest passer out of those two. Um, I'm not sure what that actually means to everybody else because they might view Lamar Jackson as a solid, accurate quarterback, but it's clear that Josh Allen and Burrow can make 
a lot more passes that Lamar might struggle with. Um, but again, when you flip it around, them cats is not getting outside of that pocket like Lamar is. So I think when it comes down to determination and leadership, I like Josh Allen's leadership. Burroughs, I like, I like Burroughs too. You know what I mean? Lamar, I don't see too much, but I know it's there. Um, but Josh Allen, you, it's, it's there. It's there. And I think he may have even taken a little bit longer than the other two. You know, Lamar took off extremely fast. No pun. You know, um, but it's something that I've seen before, even though he has broken records. Uh, Mike Vick is, to me, is still that quarterback that when we talk about using their feet, I don't think anyone comes close to uh, what uh, Mike Vick can do on the field. He was some that was an alien. That was something else. As my cousin will call him, porno Mike Vick. What do you call him? Porno flick Vic? That's what he, <laughs> that's what he call him. <laughs> I know, I know. But, uh, you know, I'm taking Josh Allen first. Then, you know, Burrow might be second. No, no, Lamar second. And then Burrow, like, it's close. But I think I'm going to take Lamar second and then Burrow. Um, also, you know, who who's, who's ever to stay healthy? And right now, Josh Allen has shown to be the healthiest quarterback out of the two. What we got next? My Raiders played this weekend, this past weekend, um, and they played against the Niners, you know, and it's preseason. So you, it's not too much stock that you can take out of preseason. You just hope that you can have some gems, some hidden players in there that you can add to the rotation, um, whether there's injury or if there, if you feel like they can be a little bit more productive than your fourth or third uh, receiver. You know what I mean? And or running backs for your skill players. And even with some defenders, see if they, and you know you're going to need some defensive rotation, especially when it comes to the line and the, and the, and the linebackers. Uh, it's good to have great depth across the board. You know what I'm saying? So if your fourth or third string DB seems to be more promising than your second or nickelback or something like that, then it's good to know. Uh, but that only could be showcased in uh, the preseason, which we blew the Niners out. And, you know, O'Connor is, he's looking like that was a promising pick. I want to sit home. Wow. Pause. I want to make sure he sits on the bench just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He had him a day. I think he was like, he only had one incompletion. You know, threw for like 140 some yards and found his favorite receiver and he showed out. So that's 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 promising. You know, on on the higher end uh, with the starters with Garoppolo, we're just hoping that he's healthy enough to go in the beginning of the season. They said the line is looking good. The weapons is there. You know, they said that, now the one thing I have uh, been talking about is the defense. They said the defense has been rocking and rolling between the scrimmages and the preseason. So that's promising. You know, I don't really care much about the offense. I think the offense has already always been there, even with Carr. Even though, even with some of the shit that we was frustrated with Carr about, we still had a solid offense. It just wasn't unlocked and used to the best of its ability. But that, you know, we did make the playoff twice within the David, I mean, um, uh, Derek Carr era. 
you know. So he was a reason why we got to the playoffs twice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just a wait and see. You know, I don't, I, I don't expect any starters to be playing or playing that much at all. Um, a lot of cats are being rested up for the regular season because they had some key injuries across the league. Um, Ezekiel Elliott is going to the Patriots. Delvin, Delvin Cook is going to the Jets. If I'm not, is he going to the Jets? Wait, he's not going to the, I think it is the Jets. I think it is the Jets. So that's, that's good because as soon as Ezekiel Elliott went down, that's when Cook went down. So, you know, hopefully everybody else will fall in suit, whoever else needs a team, and get some of these contracts squared away with these running backs. That's for sure. Um, let's see. I'm going to share. So at the end, I'm going to share my fantasy football results. But the one thing that I wanted, oh, and I wanted to talk about the Johnny Manziel doc. So the Johnny Manziel doc was probably one of the, I mean, it's by far the best documentary this year. It's going to be competing one a lot. And it's only like an hour and some change. The dope thing about that is he didn't only just shed light on what was going on behind the door, the, the walls with him. He exposed a lot about the NFL and NFL teams and general managers and agents in general. Because his agent said with his own mouth that because of the drug testing that they were going to do at the combine, They were going to, they proposed that his father fake a heart attack emergency to go to the hospital to where he had to go to a family emergency so he couldn't drug test. And they talked about the whole money thing with him and his homeboy who was, you know, where he was signing memorabilia on the side for 30K, you know, and he had to get his money. And he said, and that, yo, the biggest thing is they made up the lie about the oil. I remember Skip Bayless going off. I remember other, um, I remember other analysts going off talking about, you know, privileged rich kid that come from oil money is out here acting up. Lo and behold, I mean, they probably had some change on him, but not oil money. You know, he was saying himself that he was out here. And, and and I just got to take it like I'm just looking at it for what it is. I mean, he did beat Alabama by him being Alabama and being one of the top freshmen of all time in college football. You kind of are. And it's because of Texas. He stayed in his hometown state to play for Texas A&M. You got a whole city that's backing you. Um, and, and you can't do no wrong. You are like the president right now. Like you're kicking it with Drake. You kick, <coughs> kicking it with LeBron and all these other entertainers and athletes. And it's like, you're on top of the world. And it, he, but he admitted that shit just moved too fast for him to the point where he thought about committing suicide. Um, not only that, but the fact that the lies and the way the Cleveland Browns actually chose him, the fact that his agent was like begging for him, for them to take him and they took him. And the only reason why he didn't go to the Texans is because he went to a golf uh, event and ended up taking his shirt off because he was drinking and he broke a couple of golf clubs or else he would have been the number one pick. Not only does he have a problem or had a problem 
it was crazy because it was like he couldn't help himself from partying, from doing drugs. I'm not even mad at the money part because like, get your money, man. They wasn't paying cash. And he said all his money that they were making. And, you know, I mean, we pretty much know the argument, whether it's on the basketball or the football side. Players have come out and said all the money that they make and we're not getting a fraction of it. That was crazy. You know what I'm saying? You've seen all these Manziel jerseys being sold, action figures and so on and so on. You're not getting none of that. So you know what? I'm, I'm going to get this on the side. And only because somebody posted a picture of him signing some memorabilia. That's the only reason why he got caught. Keep People don't know. And I, and I get it. Like you excited or whatever. But you couldn't wait till this nigga got into the NFL. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was crazy. It was crazy. But, um, yeah, that was a good doc. Y'all need to go check that out. If y'all haven't seen the Manziel one, um, definitely go check that out. But... Speaking of, well, this is not a doc. This is more of a movie. But I've seen this on the timeline. <sighs> Dog, this was probably the most embarrassing thing where everybody that know about the Blind Side movie, uh, and it was about uh, an NFL player by the name of Michael Orr, uh, and he played on an off. He was an offensive lineman. Uh, for the, you know, he played for the Ravens. I think he went to Ole Miss, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he basically they came, they created a movie based off of his past, which we found out recently was a lie. So they created a lie surrounding his quote unquote life. And he came out recently and said it was a lie and they made all his money off of it. He never got adopted. Like, it, it was so many shit. My wife recently told me that they looked for the mother, the actual mother on, I don't know if it was Facebook or uh, IG, but they were attacking the mother online to the point where they wanted to attack um, Sandra Bullock for playing the mother in the movie. Like, some of this online shit be getting out of control. Now, I'm not mad for them going after the mother, but... That was a little crazy. That was a little crazy that they found her and they went to work. So, again, y'all have to go into the details about um, what he was talking about. But the fact that the shit was a lie. And again, it, it's a Disney movie at the end of the day. Right. It's just it's, it's a Disney movie and it's supposed to make you feel good. It's a feel good movie. And. I'm not going to say that I believe all of it. I definitely don't believe the part about him putting his hand in front of the boy so he wouldn't hit the dashboard because he's a natural protector. And that lead, you know, that was an indication that he would be one of the best offensive linemen. Like, no, nah, come on, dog. We all know that was all Disney right there. You know what I mean? So, um, but that was pretty bad, though, to find out that, um, most of that was just, it was false. That was crazy. <laughs> Hollywood really be out here on some, on some Hollywood shit. Huh? Well, I can't say that I'm, you know, not surprised. But you know what? Before I get up out of here, let's go to my first fantasy draft this year. And mind you, this is the league where I was in the championship game but me and my opponent both had players from Cincinnati and Buffalo. 
So you might know what that means if 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 you was watching that game, the the Hamlin, you know, injury and stuff like that, which prevented us finishing the championship game. Um so the deal was we split the money and then we play for the ring this up and coming season. Well, the problem the one problem is what we ran into is that um we don't play until week 10. So I'm pretty sure our roster is going to be different regardless, even though I do have one similar player that I got from last year's roster. Um, yeah, pretty much it'll be different. You know, like I'm pretty sure I will add and drop a couple of players by week 10, you know, or and or trade. Well, let's go through it. Uh, and I guess I can go through round for round, I guess. I, it gets kind of like, it might get a little off once I get towards the bench players because, um, you know, like I don't draft a, I don't draft a kicker to like the very end. Um, and the defense is kind of, sh- the defense is kind of shaky. If it's a promising defense, I wouldn't mind taking it early, like one of those Niner defenses from a couple of seasons ago. Um, but, you know, I could wait on. I could all. My thing is always wait on a defense and always wait on a kicker. Um, and then the tight ends, kind of after like the top two or three tight ends, whoever you, those three that you consider, you know, whether it's uh, Kittle's, Kelsey, Waller, maybe. Um, it just depends. You know, uh, you might want to hurry up and get some of those because it gets thin towards the end. Although they do got some after that that's pretty solid, but the Evan Ingrams and stuff. Um, and, and to Greg, to Greggy, um, just a conversation. We don't draft alike. And, I'm gonna, and I say that respectfully because in this draft, you have a lot of uh, second or third options that were on my list. Which means there was a couple of other players I would have t- taken, but they were taken right before my picks. I was the fourth overall pick in this draft. It's a total of, is it 12 teams? Let me see. Let me double check and see how it could be. It's anywhere between, it's either 10 or 12. Let me see. I'm about to count right now. It looks like it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. Yeah, so it's 12 team, no flex. No flex in this league. Uh, One quarterback, two running backs, three receivers, one tight end, a defense, and a kicker. Uh, I have Lamar Jackson as my quarterback. I have Kenneth Walker as one of my running backs. Uh, I also have Miles Sanders as my second running back. He came off the bench because Alvin Kamara, who was on my bench, was starting, but he suspended for three games. Justin Jefferson was my first pick, again, Last year, I got Justin Jefferson. Uh, this year, I had Saquon. Not Saquon. I had Stephon Diggs as my second receiver last year. This year, I upgraded, and I got AJ Brown from Philly. Um, Tyler Lockett as my third receiver. My tight end is Pat Fairmuth from Pittsburgh. I got the Jets defense all off of hype. And I got um, Will Lo- uh, Will Lo- Lutz from uh, New Orleans as my kicker. Now on my bench, like I said, Alvin Kamara will be starting when he comes back, but he's suspended. Uh, for backup, 
you always got to have a second quarterback. But this time I got three. But my by my backup quarterback or my altering quarterback with um with Lamar Jackson is Jared Goff because he was a he was a um, he was a fantasy god last year. That nigga was getting down. I got Gabriel Davis who's on the opposite end of Stephon Diggs in Buffalo. Um, and then as another backup running back, I got Jamal Williams, who's over there in New Orleans as well. So I got basically like the handcuff. Somebody tried to trade for him recently, too. I'm going to go to that trade. And I picked up the youngster, Anthony Richardson, the coach rookie quarterback. I picked him up just for a trade bait, maybe. Um, or see if I can use Hopefully he go off. You know what I mean? I got some good, I got some good fantasy quarterbacks. And then I got the, the uh, rookie running back from Atlanta, Tyler Al- Al- Algier. I think it's Algier or something like that. They say he's supposed to be getting jiggy over there, so I'm going to hold him in a tuck. And then my absolute last pick, I didn't even pick him, but it's Romeo uh, Dobbs from Green Bay. Uh, he's expendable. You know, I just didn't want to stop. I wanted to hurry up and get home after that. So I had somebody pick for him. But that's my first uh that's my first roster in one of my first leagues. Let me get to let me get to the trade though. Let me get to the trade that was offered. And right now they want to trade. They want they want Jamal Williams. They want my running back, Jamal Williams. And I'll get who I was going to draft, by the way, but somebody took him. Hunter Winfro. Um, that's not it. He also he he wanted a two for one, but I know I might have to get rid of somebody. I might give him that uh, that Romeo that Romeo Dobbs um, to balance it out. But so basically, it would be Jamal Williams, Romeo Dobbs for Hunter Winfro and Richard White from Tampa Bay. I'm gonna sit on that. Uh, I have to. I have to Wednesday. This Wednesday. On the 16th. So, uh, or even then, I might revisit it if it goes away. But I'm thinking about that one. I'm thinking about, because if I could replace a, a, a Romeo Dobbs with a receiver like Hunter Winfro, <coughs> um, I just don't want to give up that Jamal Williams because that's my handicap to Alvin Kamara. That's the only thing. You know what I'm saying? I have both of the New, or- New Orleans running backs. So, I really want, I, I have to have a handicap for, you know, I really should go check the handicaps for Seattle and Carolina. Um, Carolina, got, they got some running backs over there. But that's my that's my first roster, you know what I'm saying? And then I'll, I'll tap in later on this month because all the other drafts got to be done by this month. I'll tap in uh, with you for the, uh, for the other rosters. But outside of that, man, football is back. I'm excited. Um, my Raiders is looking good. Hopefully, Josh Jacobs thing gets squared away. Um, and by week 10, man, that's going to be my championship game. So I'm going to be extra excited about that. I have a chance to get the uh, the ring. You know, the money has already been got, but I got to get that ring, man. So at 12 Cal, 12 Cal, Big Mike, Murph, you know, it's, it's some other podcasts, even, you know, Greggy, all of us, man, we got to start doing, we got to do a podcast fantasy, man. Fantasy football, man, we gotta we gotta do that, man. And then like have like a podcast mic award for yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta set something up for next year, man. And we gotta make sure y'all write this down, put this in y'all mental roller decks, but we gotta we gotta do better. <laughs> we gotta do better.
All right, y'all. Open run with BTG. The gym is now. Oh, yeah. James Harden is tripping, tripping. Yeah, he tripping. Like, yo, I think, I ain't going to lie to you, Murph. I ain't going to lie to you, 12 Cal. Big Mike, I think Harden and Daryl Moore, I think they had like a personal relationship, dog. I don't want to, man, that seems personal. That seems like they're a little, they're a little closer than just, you know, yeah, I'm out. <laughs>